Welcome everyone back to another edition of Cleve and Me, and here we have Royal Rumble 24 coming at us this Saturday, live on the cock, that is Peacock Network, and it will be held in St. Petersburg, Florida, where the Tampa Bay Rays are going to host the event. I was trying to get there. If Tampa Bay Buccaneers Cleve would have won this weekend in Green Bay, and that game would have been in Tampa... Then I would have went out and double dipped with the Rumble and the Buccaneers game, but that did not happen. So dreams are out the window for all of our football teams, that being the Colts, the Cowboys, and the Buccaneers. But now my brother said he, you know, Tampa Tones, who joins the show. Now that football's over, he could focus uh, a little less on his podcast, focus more on wrestling. This is where his engine revs up. This is where the whole wrestling community engine revs up in Cleve. Man, I mean, we got to talk Royal Rumble. We're going to get your predictions and surprises. We might get my predictions and surprises. We might get them later in the week with Tampa Tones. We will see. Um, we have the big Netflix and Monday Night Raw deal that came to a head today. Um, we're 2025. Monday Night Raw, yes, will be on Netflix. <clears throat> and then SmackDown would be on USA Network and NXT, the CW, so they all move around. And then number three, The Rock made a massive move today in putting $30 million in stock uh, towards, you know, TKO, which is the owner of WWE and the UFC. He secures ownership of, um, you know, he said he couldn't stop when the WWF Yes, three W's. When his grandparents were involved in business, he goes, this is kind of, you know, who would ever thought that I, I would be doing this big of a thing with ownership and putting $30 million with the stock? I mean, it's just amazing. Um, and the exact quote on CNBC was, my grandfather, High Chief Peter Mavia, and my dad, Rock Soulman Johnson, would never thought this day would come. Um, he's just so incredibly happy. TKO announced that Johnson will be joined by other entrepreneurs. This will bring it to 13 board members that had TKO, which is again the has the rights to WWE and UFC along other things. So Cleve, that's a lot of news and notes. But boy, oh boy, what a week to talk wrestling. I agree, Joe. Just off the, you said that through the group chat, the major TV deals they got going on. It's pretty soon, folks. It seems that WWE may start moving to the direction of streaming apps with their weekly shows, which I think it's a, I think it's a good idea, especially with today's, as you know, with more social media, social apps out there now, like Netflix, Hulu, all these other things, and. Me personally, I prefer the apps over cable because I really don't sit and watch TV like I used to. So I think that's more convenient for more people. I am curious to see how Netflix does it. If from what I've seen, the deal was eight billion dollars. So it seems like Netflix wanted this. Like they they see the potential with the WWE, and I mean WWE has been on the rise these past couple of years. Ten years ago, would you have ever thought they'd get an eight billion dollar streaming deal? That's just even crazy to think about. So that's cool to see. And then the story with The Rock. I saw The Rock was on first take today with Shannon, Stephen A. That was pretty cool to see. We found out that he gained ownership of his name, The Rock, his likeness, and everything that comes with it, which is really cool because a lot of people don't get that 
privilege or that honor to own their names. We know WWE. Yep. Well, a lot of guys go to different companies. They got to come up with new names. Unless it's your real name, and a lot of guys really don't use their real name, so their stage names at the time becomes property of WWE. Same with the music. Pretty sure they tire anything that relates. You cannot use. It's called you know, copyright infringement. So really cool to see the Rock. Just what a week it. for the big guy. That's what I'm saying. This is a huge week, and the rumors of him and Roman at WrestleMania. Just great way for WWE to push forward with that image. But shout out The Rock for gaining his name. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I mean, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, I talked about The Rock with TKO. You just brought up his uh, rights with his name. And on top of all of that, he's kind of back in the picture. He's been on TV now a couple of times, once SmackDown, once Raw. We all expect eventually for him. Even he talks about more being in the ring and where the journey could end up against Roman Reigns. So, so much of that. And let's stay there a minute because, you know, you have The Rock who has done so much, not only for WWE, but just across the nation, how much money he's worth. One of the most, uh, I'm pretty sure, wealthy human beings in the entire land. He's one of the best in shape Males for his age range in the for any age range it might have you in the entire land, uh, and he keeps finding ways to you know, Cleve. I do like it. Um, now that I know more, you always have to see how. And I didn't think we'd get to this far into the weeds of it, but when ownership changes like they did out of Vince McMahon's hands, there was a lot of groups up and it ended up being TKO. And I truly do think, um, that they are fighting. You know, they have the experience with the UFC. Um, They've clearly shown with WWE they're not there to be, um, you know, Vince McMahon heavy where they have to have full control and change a bunch of shit. They're kind of letting Triple H do his thing. Uh, Yes, they have a lot of input. Like I mentioned, there's 13 members on the board. But now you get The Rock involved. I just think this change in ownership, because it happens in everyday business with people, even our company, uh, that I work at, me and Tampa, Tampa Tones and I, I went through it, and it has wasn't as smooth as this one. This just, to me, on the surfaces, WWE keeps, to me, winning on that change from Vince McMahon over to TKO. I agree. Well, even just in the transition from Triple H to, I mean, from Vince to Triple H was just a very key. And yeah, just moment. in the creative part. That was yeah. even though Triple H had creative say, I he doesn't have to listen to me as much. He definitely gets input from Vince, who we can, yeah. but because Vince is not fully, fully out of the picture, but a lot less. This is still Vince's baby at the end of the day. So as long as Vince is alive, he would always have his input on the WWE. But I know it was a lot of people, including myself, that was a bit skeptical about the direction that the WWE was going to head. I was, especially with the TKO, because I really didn't understand what was going on. I'm like, all right, you know, a lot of people don't understand wrestling. You know, some people think it's, they all got their comments about it, whatever. That's, it's always going to be around. But it was just real curious to see what this new ownership group would do. Would they try to change it around? Would they try to bring guys in that know nothing about the business? So far, it seems that they're just sticking to, with guys that know it, like Triple H and, um, the other Tony Khan, not that one over in AEW, just so many different guys working backstage. Nick Khan was on the McAfee Nick, show today too. 
NickCon, yeah, you know, the con. See, I actually so, have to find that and watch that, but go on. So it's just really cool to see that it's eased a lot of people's worries about the transition with the WWE. And like I stated earlier at the top of the show, it just seems that these past few years, WWE has been on the up and up, picking up names from other companies, the TV deals they got going on, the popularity that's adding to it. More people are tuning into WWE. You got to think about this. People like my age, I'm 29, grew up watching wrestling. So now they're watching it, they're showing their kids, and it's just like, it's just going to keep growing. And that's just really, really cool to see that. New ownership came in, didn't try to change anything. They just left it to the guys that have been there and understand it and just let them run with it. Exactly. And there is still a lot of great structure. You know, we always talk about all the time with AEW and WWE. We feel like not only for being obviously around much longer, but being the main reason WWE is always successful and never falls too deep into the weeds is because of how they are run and how they are structured. And yes, as Vince got older, he, Definitely was getting a little bit more uh, interesting that you can say when it came to creative, but at the same time, now that that is mostly behind us, things have definitely edged out well. And, you know, I always want to go back to it, but before we move on, because we have so much to talk about, but Vince's last full mania in control, which was Cody's first, which was WrestleMania 38 was phenomenal. I thought that was one of the, that was WrestleMania 38. That was when uh, Roman fought Brock. Uh, Stone Cold KO, all uh, Cody versus Seth. I thought that was the best mania of the past five to ten years. And then obviously we had last year, which was um, good as well. But thirty eight was his last print to me fully on it, and I thought they did phenomenal. But that you know, good for the Rock, good for TKO. Another move, Cleve, that we just talked about was the Netflix move. You mentioned it. You said you are more of, you know, a streaming guy. I'm old school. I'm more cable. So for people like myself, I didn't fully love seeing the Netflix move, A, because I don't have Netflix, and B, because I'm more cable. But I totally get where they're coming from. You look at sports around the world. It's amazing to me, you know, whether you have Peacock or, you know, Peacock has a lot of NBA. They had the NFL playoff game exclusively between Miami and Kansas City. Um, the CW where NXT will go now they instead of just reruns of old shows and things like that they have on basketball during the day and stuff so all these companies are competing and Netflix was the first one at the scene when it came to the streaming for them in terms of becoming really really big and number one and you know eventually they have to change things because everybody else is evolving whether it's Hulu HBO plus pair uh HBO Max, Paramount Plus, all of these different ways you can watch. And, you know, at first Netflix, you know, everybody could use all the logins. You could have like 20. They limited that to try to get more. Then they made it, obviously, just like anything else, um, gets more expensive. And now, to me, WWE is huge. And Tone said this, even though he wasn't big on it, he goes, good. Look at this. How many people grow up with Netflix? You just strolling across and you might see wrestling. And then that's how, boom, you get into it because you can watch all the content Monday Night Raw. So everybody sees why. Um, like I keep going back to the term old school, Cleve, though. I just feel like a buddy texted me this morning before I found out. I was in the middle of a project. He texts me. It's bullshit that I can't turn Monday Night Football on commercial now and go right over to USA Network in 2025 and watch Raw. 
you got to have Netflix. I do understand that that part is a pain in the ass. And of course, Netflix costs money. Um, but when there's a will, there's a way. I'm sure they're going to do a bunch of deals. I'm sure. Cleve, I guarantee you this. Monday Night Raw, the, when they first go over to Netflix, all the big stars will be on Raw, the big storylines. They're going to try to get as many eyes on the Netflix product with Monday Night Raw as possible. Uh, do you have any th- final comments to say on that move or and any of the moves, but specifically Netflix and Monday Night Raw? See, uh, when I was, I was like, I was thinking today, right? Because you know, I always said that I've, I've enjoyed when it was the WWE Network because I sort of felt like it was our own thing. Like, you know, baseball has theirs, NFL and basketball. But then I also thought about it that as long, you know, as great as wrestling WWE is, we haven't been around as long as these other major league type sports. So the best way for growth is to use a platform like Netflix where you make a very good point. You're just strolling through Netflix. You could have watched wrestling as a little kid. You know, one day you just decide to stop watching it. A lot of people pick up wrestling late in their, later in their life, it seems like, you know, when they, especially me and you, after college, you know, we just fell back into it and fell in love with it. So I think that's a great reason why you put it on Netflix is you bring in more fans, you give it more attention. Netflix, you mentioned it was the original. It was before all these other movie apps. It's sort of like, it's it's sort of like Walmart to me. You know, Walmart one day just popped up on the scene and it just took out all the other competition around. And it's, you got all these other apps like, you know, Netflix, Hulu and all that, but Netflix is still number one. So great move for WWE. And this will definitely bring more eyes to the product. You think so? I definitely do. Only because it's Netflix. I mean, they do it for a reason. Clearly they do too, probably. Besides the big money they got. The big names too. And then, you know, Netflix has a lot of contracts with a lot of celebrities too. And some of them probably grew up watching wrestling or stuff like that. So I definitely do think it should bring more attention to the company. Yeah. And we had to talk about those topics because so much news came up today and uh, I want to be able to report on it all. Cleve, moving more to the Rumble, but still sticking with the topic of The Rock, does he show up at the Rumble? And um, I'm curious to see now, we'll get to, again, Cleve's winners, men and women and surprises, but if you, first question, do you think Rock is at the Rumble? Second question, if he does show, how does it happen? So for me, I'll go first since I kind of threw that one to you off the top. Think about it. I'm going to say... I'm going to say he does not show up at the Rumble, but if he were to, it's just going to be to me to have that um, stare down with Roman. I don't think as bad as much as I would love for him to get involved in the fatal four way and screw things up. And that's where my heart wants to go. Royal Rumble speaks for itself. Um, Eyes are going to be on it. It's besides WrestleMania, everybody knows what Royal Rumble, you know, non wrestling fans, wrestling fans, a lot of people know what Royal Rumble is. I don't think they need to do anything crazy with him. So I'm going to say he does not. But if he does, to me, it would just to be have a simple stare down with Roman at the end. But Cleve, I'm interested to see if you get, if you have any more spice to it with The Rock and Royal Rumble. I think that's the best thing is that he shows up after the Fatal Four Way. 
I mean, you can have the Fatal Four Way main event the Royal Rumble. You can, I mean, you can start off one Rumble and then a couple of matches in. Oh, it's Rumble. gonna that will be the main event, no doubt. That would to be me. kind of. I think they'll Rumble. go. I think they'll go. Here's and, and I want you to finish feed off this, but uh, and get back to your point. But I think they go Women's Rumble, KO versus Logan Paul, Men's Rumble, main event Fatal Four Way. That's what I. How many matches on the card we got? That's the four. It's a women's rumble, men's rumble, U.S. title. Because that's three hours, right? That's three and a half hours, that's, essentially. Because yeah. you get an hour for each rumble. That's two. You're yeah. gonna get you're gonna get 45 minutes probably for the fatal four way, and then you're probably gonna get a good 20 to 30 minutes out of KO and Logan. So yeah, that makes. I'm thinking like, damn, this is a small card, but as you put it that way, it makes a lot of sense. On that will be your. They'll have a pre-show, but that will probably be from seven. All that I just said will take from seven to ten. Well, we know the pre-show is nothing anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) although they did finally put one in last pay-per-view, so we'll see if they can do it back to back. I don't don't believe in it, but um, that makes sense. What I would do though, what I would try to switch it around is I would have. The men started off that way. You can set a sort of tone for the rest of the mm. night. Because let's say a guy on SmackDown were to win it at the end of the match with you know with Roman finishes up, the guy comes out. You know they always got to do the point at the sign thing, and then you can really go from there. If the Rock would have, re- if the Rock does make an appearance, it would be at the end of that match. That's just the only I don't really see the rock getting involved. You know, if they were to throw the rock into the rumble and then the rock wins it, I don't think anybody would complain. But I think to me, and this is a little bit this is a little off the topic, but it stays with the rumble. I think the biggest story heading into the Royal Rumble is the question about Seth Rollins and the championship belt. Because reports are that Seth Rollins will miss three to four months. Um with the injury, and then let's not forget, folks, ring rust, making sure that he... Three to six weeks is the timeline. Three to six weeks? <sighs> yes. Damn, I don't know. MCL, he'll heal that in the tournament. This is I, I w- that, so you, you're, ori- that was the original thought, what you were saying, but the latest information is three to six weeks, so that would bring him back beginning of March with a little ring rust, like you said, but that would be one month to still prepare for WrestleMania. Okay, then now it's a different story because at first I was going to say Seth vacates the title because you shouldn't hold on to it that long because you already got Roman on part-time. But, I mean, I don't know. Even then, it's just a really tough situation with injuries because you just don't know. Is it more injuries that come? You know, Seth Rollins has been through a lot these past He has. That's a fact. He hasn't taken that much time off, so – this is an obvious sign of eventually, you know, your body wears down. We know he has back problems, and now his knees are flaring. It's just really one of those tough situations. If he can gut it out to Mania, shout out Seth Rollins for doing that. But I'm just more concerned about making sure that WWE at least has one of their main belts around heading into WrestleMania. That's just what I'm more worried about right now. Yeah, and I will say this. There's been a lot of injuries in WWE over the past year. We're not going to go through them all, but there wasn't to me as much like actual wrestling and fighting going on the last few weeks in, in turns to this rumble. It was more, you know, like CM Punk talked to Drew, Cody, and Seth. Um, Cody Rhodes, for the most part, 
you know, had his uh, promo battles. Uh, if you go to the SmackDown side of things, some little tussles, but mostly contract signing talk between Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Styles, and Knight. So they were trying to keep people healthy, and this is going to be a banger. That's why, like I said once again, The Rock, um, I don't think, needs to be heavily involved in the Rumble. And to your point on Rollins, um, if a setback happens, that's definitely going to change things up. As of now, whatever they had planned for him, I do think they leave the same. Rather that's CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, maybe a triple threat, or Drew McIntyre. Uh, whatever they had planned, I think still think still plays it out the same way. Cleve, my big – and I'm just going to put this out there right now is – I'm not saying it's going to be a surprise, but how wild – I mean, a certain one. It would be a surprise. But how wild would it be if we just – you know, Triple H says, fuck it. Nobody's been thinking about this. Nobody's seen this. What if – it can be any of them, but in the fatal four-way at the end, let's just go – I'll give you Randy Pin Styles. All of a sudden, Damian Priest comes out and pins Randy Orton, and he walks out with the Universal Championship. Then, obviously, Roman uh, doesn't have the title. He could focus on, hopefully, things with The Rock. Then you have a Universal title owned by Drew, uh, or owned by, excuse me, uh, Damian Priest, and then Randy Orton's pissed off, LA Knight's pissed and you could involve things that way. How I know it's crazy, I know it's wild, but to me, that would be the biggest jaw dropping non return. I'm not talking returns, are always jaw dropping, but um, how wild would that be if all this time the money in the bank is focused on Raw and Seth Rollins, and now out of nowhere, bam, it's at the Royal Rumble? I think it would make a lot of sense because it's been a lot of clueless things going on with the money bank briefcase. I felt, and I don't know about you, but I felt it was three times that I think that Damien could have cashed it in. It was the... Feels like a million. A million! And the biggest opportunity was the last man standing with him and Shinsuke. I felt that that was the moment right then and there when Edge would have did with the briefcase. When Punk had it, heel guys would have ran out there at that moment of weakness, beat Seth up and pin him. But that'd be a good swerve where it's like, hey, you know, this whole time you guys thought I was chasing after Seth, realistically i'm gonna go over on smackdown and take this belt off them and then if you were to have randy or it would it be because aj's a, i don't know if aj's a heel or not but if you were to have randy win it, he seems to be but yeah it seems him and la Knight are gonna uh, go for a collision course probably before mania but if you were to pick two if that were the case and damien comes out and pin randy i think that'll be phenomenal to see it would definitely be an interesting story leading up to Mania, Randy versus Judgment Day, and it would protect Roman from also taking a pinfall because Roman has been pinned in a matchup besides tag match. And almost besides pinned. the tag one, yep. So that's the best part about a Fatal 4-Way is that you can sort of protect the guy, and LA Knight doesn't need to get pinned. He's still a rising star at the moment. Defeat in the match like this, but... I like where your head is going, Joe, because we are getting to that point where it's we're getting too close to the one year since Damien won the briefcase, and he has to do something with it. So it's either really now between these next couple months, or it's just why did you put the briefcase on? Or at Mania is the last 
and you could um like when Seth Roll it would be wild like when Seth did it after Brock versus Roman. If let's say you had Cody versus Roman, um or let's say I don't know, you could be either way, it could be Seth versus Punk versus Rhodes, or you could have Rhodes versus Rock versus Roman. And at the end of the night, uh Damian Priest ends up champion. There's always that possibility, but we're we're getting there. As much as we say we don't want to see the money in the banks go away like in a month, we want to see some action now. And we got to be getting close, one would think, as we are already running closer and closer through the Rumble onto Mania. Uh, of course, the Elimination Chamber on the way, which is in Australia, which still blows my mind. It's going to be on at 4 Eastern time in the state. So that's when you wake up to Sunday morning and you pop it on, but that's for another subject when we get closer. Uh, Cleve, let's get into it then because, you know, we've danced around predictions. We have four matches, two of them being the Rumble to get to. Um, let's do it. I, you pick where do you want to, Well, Out of those four, men's Rumble, we'll save the men's Rumble. Out of women's Rumble, Logan versus KO and the Fatal 4-Way, where would you like to start? Well, if we'll get the one that doesn't appeal that much to me is the KO or Logan. It's going to be able to be a good match because Kevin Owens is going to do a lot of carrying. No, Logan so, doesn't need to be carried. He's exciting in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep believing that, Joe. <laughs> it will but, be his first title defense since he's won, though, correct? Yeah, it will be his first, yeah. Yeah, you know. So I think that would be a good way. I think that would be a good match. I believe I'm going to pick my winner now. Logan retains. I just don't. I think that. A guy named L.A. Knight's going to finally win his first single champion at WrestleMania. I think the guy he's going to end up going against is Jake Paul, and I believe that feud to be even better than the KO and Logan feud right now. So I'm going Logan to be KO. Oh, you think Jake Paul gets involved, huh? Hey, maybe the brother. Somebody from his goofy little squad is going to show up. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Logan Paul's feud for the United States title, he called Rey Mysterio out after a, uh, you know, boxing match in October. And then October 20th on SmackDown, Mysterio accepted Paul's challenge. And then at Crown Jewel on November 4th, he won the title in Cleve. So that means November, December. Two and a half months plus right now without a defense. Um, he did show up on a SmackDown episode. But at, here's his first big one, and it's KO. I, I remember when we were at SummerSlam and Logan Paul uh, fought Ricochet. To me, that wasn't for a title. That was, you know, getting two athletic men in the ring. But this is big time. Against Kevin Owens, who's opposite body type of Logan, I'm interested to see on how this dynamic goes. I think they're going to put on a phenomenal match. And, of course, as you think, the great chosen one, Mr. Logan Paul, Oh, just I want to clap all day for the infamous YouTuber to boxer. This man does it all. He will stand up tall at the Royal Rumble. Yes, you put your head down, Cleve, as he will win and proudly become the defending United States champion instead of just being a defenseless United States champion. Uh, and then we will see as we get closer. I would love for Jake Paul to get more involved. I know. Jake Paul, had a, he's in a little bit of a break right now with his boxing, so it would be a perfect time. And I think Jake Paul, Cleve, correct me if I'm wrong, he showed up at the last WrestleMania. 
I think it um, to help out Logan and his match. I forget who where the distraction was on, but I know for a fact Jake Paul showed up. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure he did. What did he? Him and Miz teamed up last year. Was that last? I'm pretty sure that was last year when him and Miz teamed up at WrestleMania. It was two years ago when they teamed up, and then the Miz turned on him against the Mysterios. Oh yeah, last year Logan Paul. Um, January 23 Royal Rumble, he came in at number 29. Jake Paul came in. Uh, he had an account that went with Ricochet. And then at WrestleMania 39, a March 6th episode, Paul match between Paul and Rollins was scheduled. And I won Paul lost. Oh, Paul lost to Rollins last year. Wow, I don't even remember. I'm trying to think right now. I sort of remember them feuding last year. Jeez. Yeah, it's just crazy how fast time flies. Uh, Paul lost to Rollins. And then that's when KSI was there, too. He dressed as the prime bottle. Yeah, um, I remember that. That's when he did the frog splash off the rope, and he jumped like his guy. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, yeah, because in the year before, at WrestleMania 38, like I said, that was the time um, that Miz and Paul went up. Man, and then he had a fight against Roman for the title. So Jake Paul, um, excuse me, brother Logan Paul, has been – you know, he had that injury, so he hasn't fought in as many matches, but this is truly his time to shine, and we'll see how far it could take him into WrestleMania. But we both agree on that victory there. And it's just wild how, uh, you know, fast he's growing up in this. No matter, you know, Cleve's a hater. I'm not a hater, but at the end of the day, um, he was ranked number 10 of the 30 best pro wrestlers under 30. So he's clearly doing something right. But that was by ESPN, by the way. Uh, Cleve, let's go on to the Women's Royal Rumble right now, and I am very intrigued. Um, we talked last episode about people we would want to see or love to see, you know, and just an opinion-based. This time around, I want to see if you could persuade me to go anywhere, but in terms of the Women's Rumble, where do you think we are going? And it always connects to then what championship they go after. So I'm interested to hear your woman's Royal Rumble 2024 winner and your story behind it on why you think that and which title will be going, gone after. Well, I think the answer is in playing right in Jay Cargo. We haven't seen her yet. She's a obviously a big name. They didn't put her down at NXT first to bring her up on the main roster. I mean, what perfect time, especially right now. Charlotte Flair is out of the SmackDown women's picture for a year. I mean, you got damage control, you got Bailey, you got all that going on, but it still sort of lacks star power in SmackDown division compared to Raw. We can talk about all the women on Raw, but how many names can we throw out for SmackDown? Jay Cargo wins. She goes after the SmackDown champion. I know Bailey's Bailey's eventually going to get kicked out of Damage Control. You'll probably set up a match before WrestleMania between her and EO Sky. But I'm like a Jay Cargo to win. Only reasons why, like I stated, she hasn't been on TV yet. She's a big t- uh, big time signing 
signing and it's um it's the royal rumble you know it's unpredictable it's the perfect time for fans to be introduced to her and and talk her. about like how you can't get much of a bigger splash than defeating 29 other women mm-hmm. and becoming the damn royal rumble champion and then because i think then you're probably looking at becky and Rhea being on the raw side of things um at least that's where my head's at towards the path to mania i feel like it, we're gonna get finally uh Rhea ripley versus becky lynch so you don't really need to have becky could easily win the rumble and that's how she takes it but she has won a rumble before so i didn't necessarily want to go there i do like your not only surprise entrant i would like to hear who else you think might be a surprise who hasn't been around but that you think jay cargo would get to the top fast i think that would be a statement and i do like where your head's at there I'm going to say this, though, and you obviously brought her up. It would be wild if Bailey did win the Rumble because she's on SmackDown and they can just point it in as the direction of, hey, I won the Rumble. I'm sorry, but, you know, I got to fight you now. Like, it, it's it, – I know I yeah, helped you get here. You have the title. But let's see if you could beat the person that helped you get to where you are. And you can have a great story off that. Now, you can do that without the Rumble. You could obviously just have a faction turn. You won't need that little other wedge in there. But, you know, you brought up good points with Charlotte being injured. I think I brought up a decent one with Becky. Um, that Jade Cargo would be the person where she doesn't really have a reason why, but it would be a statement. And it could be easily set in because she was such a big signing. And we just haven't seen her yet. She's been working her tail off. Um, so I like your pick more. But I'm going to go Bailey for the simple reason of the storyline would be just too simple and put on a silver platter for all of us to enjoy. And I'm trying to even see. I don't think. Has Bailey won a Royal Rumble? Bailey has not won a Royal Rumble, no. I mean, so, that's a continuous story because like we said they haven't officially done it yet but damage control seems like it's under new management and you can always piggyback to the student versus teacher type of storyline where hey bailey did introduce el sky and dakota to the main roster they started damage control you know they started off hot at the little dull moments but it's been peaking back up more especially if you pay attention to the smackdown scene and I don't know. Bailey has Bailey is the only one of the excuse me one of the four horsewomen that really hasn't had that WrestleMania moment yet. You know what I right. mean? Uh, Becky's had it. Charlotte's had it. Sasha's had it. Bailey just seems like she's never had hers, and I think it's it would be long overdue. But I just feel like where well, I'm going with Jade. But I like your idea too of just continuing a storyline instead of just jumping somebody in and you know doing all this and that. Well, and it's it's funny, too, because our answers were boring because I just looked up a website where they literally said top three people they think will win would be Becky, Jade, or Bailey. So let's get to a little bit more of an entertaining point and go with woman's surprise entrance. Now, Cleve, um, I'll start here. The easy one and the biggest pop would be Sasha Banks coming back. There's no doubt in my mind that'd be the biggest pop, but... I really don't think we're going to get that here. I don't – I – even though she hinted at it and then had to, like, step back with her social media posts, 
I'm gonna go. I, I'm. I just really want Alexa Bliss back on the TV. She finally had her baby. She's gonna be back on the scene. Um, had enough time, I think, to probably get back into better ring shape. You don't have to stay alive that long in the Rumble. Uh, but that was my. That's my like to see back. And then, of course, to me, since it's been so long, I would love to see, of course, AJ Lee hop back into the Royal Rumble. Uh, and uh, she doesn't have to win it. The, you know, you don't have to go there. But the pop for AJ Lee to me would be second to Sasha Banks. I think Sasha would be the best. But I'm going to go um, with who I hope, and that's Alexa Bliss. But at the same time, um, AJ Lee would be a hard one for me to argue in because it's been, you know, Bliss was around a, a lot, obviously, lately. She now has a kid. But where are you going on surprise entrance? You know, do you have someone out of the woodworks? Maybe is there any Hall of Famer that you'd be like, you know, this person can come back? Like, I know we usually get, okay, we don't need Molly Holly anymore. I'm good on her coming back in it. Maybe Michelle McCool, though. Uh, there's plenty of, uh, you know, Trish Stratus, Lita, so many possibilities. But where are you going for your surprise? Well, oh, Molly Holly wasn't that bad of an appearance. I thought she was better than some of the other legends. No, she, yeah, I'm, I'm just giving her crap. Shout out, Molly Holly. Oh, look at this guy. But I mean, Lita would probably be cool to see back. We you know last time we saw Lita, she had to vacate the championship. So maybe, you know, she makes her little return and, um, you know, goes out on her terms. You still got Trish Stratus around. Michelle McCool looks like she can still go. Every time she's in the ring, it's like you still go at it. Um, you were mentioning Alexa Bliss. I'm surprised you didn't mention this one name, Joe. And you're, you were her biggest fan a couple of years ago. And now you sort of, yeah. Your girl, um, Liv Morgan, the, you know. She, I brought her up last week, but uh, she's been more on the news for bad than for good. But there's nothing wrong with pop. Free Liv, even though she's already free. <laughs> That's true. Look, I mean, Liv would definitely bring a pop, too, to the audience. I mean, this this is just the best thing, especially with the Women's Royal Rumble, because they don't have 30 stars. You know what I mean? They don't have 30 bodies to really just throw out there and have a good match like the men. You got a little more men, a lot more men than women. So you got to get creative with the women's matches. You could probably do, you know, they did just do the Impact deal. So you probably get some people over from Impact, make their WWE appearance, something like that. But we're definitely going to have a, quite a few surprises in the women's Royal Rumble just because they don't have that big of a field where you can bring people from NXT. And it's, you, you got to do surprises with the women Rumble. So. Like I said, for me, I think it would probably be um, Alexa Bliss or Liv Morgan, AJ Lee. You know, names that we haven't, people we haven't seen in a long, long time. And it, there, everyone sees the names rumor. We could all um, keep going back and forth on who they would be. We all know the names. Like a Naomi, we didn't even mention. Uh, as, of course, uh TNA has more relationship under TK and others. So many opportunities for big names to come back. And Cleve, I specifically remember last year because I did have a Royal Rumble party. Our complaint after that Rumble was great Rumble, but nobody shocking really came back to the scene, if you can recall. I do. I see that sometimes that's the problem. It was We had the same when we went to Survive, uh, SummerSlam. You guys, we, we cannot expect a surprise every time at the Royal Especially Rumble. at the big events. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, this is, 
you know, the legends don't need to show up every time we have a big pay-per-view. It's all about the wrestlers of today, you know, showcasting their skills and their abilities and letting these guys get TV time instead of somebody that wrestled 30 years ago and he's coming to take TV time off someone else. So I'm really I'm surprised to me if it happens, it happens. I don't go to the show banking on seeing a surprise. If I do, you know, I feel like when you do that, you just sort of disappoint yourself when you don't get the surprise. Like, just like SummerSlam, a lot of people thought The Rock was coming back. A lot of people was all, oh, the pay-per-view was like, but no, everything else about the pay-per-view was great. You just didn't get what you wanted to do. Like, that's just how I see that. Yeah, and really, Booker T was the only legend um, really to come back last year. And then we had some, like Braun Strowman was in it. Uh mentioned Logan Paul earlier. Cody Rhodes was number 30 and Gunther was entrant number one. But really Booker T was our only male uh legend. And then on the woman's side of things, there was more. We did have um let's start with Michelle McCool. As I mentioned earlier, she was in it. So that one obviously crossed my mind. And did I lie about Molly Holly being in it last year? I did, but there were some uh, NXT. There was a few NXT ladies, but for the most part, not, not not many legends. So I'm hoping to see a couple more this year. I know I heard rumors on uh, X-Pac from um, obviously DX and then Hulk Hogan. He had his vignette in WWE last night where he goes, you never know where I might show up. So possibilities, Andrade, Andrade El Idolo, who re-signed with the company, Cleve. I think when we get to the men, he could be a name we bring up, but so many interesting things here and so many possible surprises. Cannot wait for the women's rumble because last year they put on a show um, just like in the chamber they did as well. I was very um, happy about that. So we digress and move on to the men's rumble where I just brought up one name in Andrade El Idolo, but Cleve, before we get into your winner, give me a, a surprise you expect to see and give me a surprise you would love to see where it'd be like, man, that's awesome. That brings me back to a certain moment. But just give me a couple men's rumble surprises. Uh, I really don't have anybody I expect to see. It's more a surprise. You just mentioned him. Braun Strowman is – I forgot. I forgot about Braun Strowman. He's been out for a long time. Hopefully everything that's been going on with him is cleared up and we can see the monster among men make his return. I know Big E talked about his return recently. He's said more about him being comfortable, feeling comfortable, getting into the ring. That'll be a huge surprise because Big E's been out for almost two years now. With the, I mean, and you'd have to clap so loud for that, man. A neck injury is it's no joke in no sport. You know, you can... You can break a leg, break a finger and whatnot, but you, you break your neck. It's just like, man, that just affects everything on your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we get some of the guys that were released recently make their returns. Uh, I'm trying to think. I just looked up Matt Riddle not too long ago earlier. I know he signed with um, Major League Wrestling a while back. I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't expect to see him. <laughs> maybe not him too soon, but I think you also – Hurricane Helms sometimes shows up once in a while in these, you know. But oh, who 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 would, who would attack your heartstrings? Who, who who would get the? I mean, Kurt Angle could he show up for thirty seconds and then be thrown over? There's just you, Undertaker. You never. I mean, there 
Royal Goldberg, Rumble, you do not have to last for a long time. Goldberg, your favorite? It, oh, it could be. I mean, that's that's very true, also, Joe. Hey, you know what, Uncle Howdy? I know he's been out for. I know there you go. The, that story, but that, I think that would be a great way to sort of reintroduce that story and be a tribute to Bray Wyatt. Um, I know we, we spitballed a rock a little bit, but man, think about it, Joe. If the Rock were to make his way down that rampway for the Royal Rumble. I don't even know what number, man. You want to talk about electrifying everybody on their feet? It went, if you if you smell, it you know what I would love if we get again where Lesnar comes back and he throws out like five people in five minutes or five seconds, and then you hear the Rock's music and it's just the Rock and Lesnar in the riddle of the ring. That would I would have goosebumps. I would have freaking goosebumps if that happened. That would be cool. A throw a shout out to it would be sort of a throwback to the ruthless aggression era. Brock beating the Rock become the next big thing. That'd be really cool. Oh, Brock! Well, probably Brock's going to make his appearance at the Royal Rumble too. Since we haven't seen him in a long time. Yep. Uh, yeah, this is like the best part about the Royal Rumble. It's endless possibilities. So many guys can make an appearance. I believe our guy Jinder is going to make his appearance. He seems like he's been on the up and up lately ever since that fool Tony Khan tried to call out Jinder Mahal, and he sees what happens when you do that to one of us. Um, so and, who's and, your winner? Oh, Gotham. That's that's my winner. Ooh. I went with it. There was no hesitation, folks. I'm going. Did with you the see guy. his little uh, mishap I, on Monday Night Raw? I didn't see that. No, I did see. Him and was it Seth that had Seth the Rump, Well, he's so used to he said, I'll see you Sunday at the Rumble. And obviously, it was not Sunday, it's taking place Saturday. Saturday easy mistake, yeah. easy mistake <laughs> to make, but uh, was kind of funny. But go give me a hard, good reasoning to, as to why because I think it's a good pick. I just feel he has sort of outgrown the Intercontinental Champion. It's kind of crazy to say because the Intercontinental Champion is the second longest belt in WWE after the WWE Champion. It's a stepping stone for a lot of guys to move up into the main picture. You can go a list of names that have won the IC champion and then went on to win the big belt. And I just feel it's time for him to move up. I just felt, like I mentioned earlier, yeah, I grew the IC belt. It's time for somebody to take it off of him. And that way, whoever beats whoever beats him will be will skyrocket their stock, whether it's Chad Gable, whether it's somebody that's never held the Intercontinental Champion, a new person. Whoever finally takes the belt off that guy will be moved up into a looked at very differently. And it allows Gunther and Walter, I should say Walter because I get his tongue mixed up. It would allow Walter to finally move up into that upper main event picture where I think after this past title run with the IC, he deserves it more than anybody else. Yeah, and I do like that pick. Uh, although he is an IC champion, I think you you know you're kind of blending a couple things together there. But I don't mind it because of how dominant he's been. I mean, if it wasn't for Roman Reigns' run, Gunther is easily the next best run out there and to the scene. The reason I am not going to say him is this: if you look at history, um, you know Cody Rhodes obviously. Um, a little bit different because he came back, but Brock Lesnar, uh, let's look at your past winners of the past 10 years. I'll start in reverse order with 2023, Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, Edge, Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins, uh, the greatest Royal Rumble, Braun Strowman, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, Triple H, 
Roman Reigns, and then all the bef- the two before that were Batista and Cena. And to me, when you look at all those names from 2013 on, there was really no newcomers like uh, you know, like for example, not a newcomer, but like an LA Knight who just uh, popped onto the scene. Or there's no, uh, you don't see, for example, like a just anybody young who would be able to, you know, this is their first time at going over. Like we kind of mentioned that with Jay Cargill. I don't feel that in the men's. I feel like they usually stick to something uh, more concrete because that's where their main event of WrestleMania comes into effect. Into effect. And honestly, this would point to him winning and finishing the story. To me, it has not been done since Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, but I do think Cody Rhodes gets the back-to-back Royal Rumble wins and finally finishes the story at WrestleMania because, to me, this is the line in the sand of now or never. Not, not never, but, you know, last year it would come full circle back to this year, and even though you have The Rock, you could you could make a triple threat. You could have Rock fight Roman on night one or two, and then have Cody do versus Roman. You have so many different situations on how you get there. And I know it hasn't been done, and it's rare. Um, Like I said, you got to go back all the way to Stone Cold Steve Austin. But I do think Cody Rhodes makes the most sense. CM Punk's a little bit too new to me still. Um, He doesn't have to win it. Drew McIntyre, I was close to saying Drew McIntyre, Cleve, but his future's unknown in the business. And um, he's been... He's been in a lot of hot and heavy feuds, but at the same time, they haven't built him up enough yet to maybe get back there. Now, maybe he does, because um, honestly, I was very close to picking Drew McIntyre. I didn't go that route. Uh, but what would you say if we were to get back-to-back out of Cody Rhodes? I think it wouldn't be too bad. It would be Cody completing the story, which it seems like that's part of the storyline for Cody. He lost to Roman, and now this is his redemption year. You've seen that they – kept him away from the I talked I mentioned this about a couple weeks ago it's the reason why they have kept Cody Rhodes away from Seth Rollins for the world champion and so it's the reason they're having him in his high profile feuds but he's nowhere near close to being part of the championship picture it says they're saving Cody's moment for Wrestlemania and like I said I don't think anyone would be mad about it because Cody's still over with the fans people still love Cody He's the he's the guy. He's the guy. You know, he comes out. Your mic's on mute, sir. He has to put in more time. As I, yeah, hey, that was better for you. I didn't cut you off again. But uh, that he, without as many years of consistency and greatness, they are truly to me building him like the next John Cena. That's what they want. So when he gets his, you know, when he's going to be in this thing for a long time, I just feel like they want him to be the ultimate baby face of their product i agree i think cody is becoming the face of the product um like you mentioned he's sort of going down the same scene a similar route only thing is cody hasn't it's been a while i want to tag titles but he hasn't picked up a middle car yet so that's really interesting to see but roman and cody part two for mania i would like it but i don't know if you were to say cody or the rock i mean which one are we but what if, what if Roman drops the title and then you're having Roman versus Rock non-title and then Cody fights Seth or Cody gets a universal, whoever has that. But 
I'm saying you don't, we don't, everyone thinks it has to be Cody or The Rock versus Roman for the title at Mania. No, you don't have to have the title involved for Rock versus Roman. You don't have to have Cody involved with Roman. Now, I do think this though, Cleve, I think to fully complete the Cody Rhodes story, and then we'll get to the fatal four way and get out of here as we're getting to the top of the hour. Um, for Cody truly to get that title, I think it should be defeating Roman Reigns um, in the middle of that ring. I think the best WrestleMania moment would be after a year of getting screwed over like everybody else uh, with the Usos and involvement, that one year later he gets his full redemption story and pins Roman Reigns, who hasn't been pinned in so many days. Now, the only other part I want to throw in, for Roman Reigns to beat Hulk Hogan's record, I think he has to go like so September. Yeah, so that's where you could save Cody for one more year down the line. It would be that's an interesting debate. What well, what would you rather see, I guess, Roman break Hogan's record or have Cody finish the story this mania? You only get one choice. Oh, definitely break the Hogan record only because it's you hate Hulk Hogan. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that, that aside. That too, but I just feel we're seeing something that we will never see again. And I'm pretty sure when people are watching Hogan or uh, Bruno San, 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 I can't pronounce San Martino, it. you're good. San Martino, yeah. that, oh, a guy's holding his belt for eight, six years. People have never thought they'll see that. Just like in sports, when the Celtics were winning all those championships in the 60s, Steelers were winning in the 70s. Like, you know, it's something a lot of people thought they would never see. And now we're seeing it in our time. A guy with Roman, I'm pretty sure he's almost at how many? I, I gotta look at how many days he's at right now. But the fact that he's even close to breaking what people would call the immortal Hulk Hogan's record, it just shows you the run that the bloodline is going on, especially with Roman. I think that just more has a bigger impact for me than seeing Cody complete the story. You know, you complete the story another time, but to see record, to see history being made as number four on that list. I think it's just a bit more important than Cody beating Roman at WrestleMania. This is my thought. Yeah, Reigns, he's reached the 1,028 mark. He's um, – so now he's well – and I think he has to get like 1,200. I mean, dude, the guy is just killing all. And to be honest – let me take a step back. I – I think Cody could really finish the story at next mania. And the reason I say that is because then Roman could break Hulk's record and Cody could finish the story. It will just be one year later in 2025. And then that's truly when Roman, you know, when Roman gets pinned for the title, that's when he truly will become more part, even more part time. So I wouldn't even mind saving that for 2025, even though I just predicted Rhodes as your uh, Royal Rumble winner this year. I wouldn't mind Roman breaking the record and then next year's mania, we fully complete his story. But Cleve, let's get down to it. We got a few minutes left. Fatal four-way. We did talk about it some. We know the matches between Roman Reigns, LA Knight, yeah, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton. Man, they're in a fatal four-way. There's so many possibilities. I just think at day's end, uh, Randy, uh, I mean, Roman still has the help of Solo. He still has the hope of uh, Jimmy. 
He's Paul Heyman. To me, there's still too much on his side that points to him winning. Uh, now, that's not saying that Styles can't bring back the OC or maybe, you know, something happens of any nature. But to me still, even with three other men in it, I think they wanted it to seem that Roman could actually lose this Rumble. That's why they made it a fatal four-way. Great story. At the end of the day, King Roman, the GOAT, takes it home. And I'll say he pins. Hmm. I don't think it'll be LA Knight because he already pinned him once. Though he pinned the others too, but the latest, and he's the most talked about thing when it comes to the uh you know emerging stars. I'll go with him pinning AJ Styles for the victory. Let's say you. I like a, I like AJ taking the pin only because I just feel he can afford it between the other guys. Um, Randy just came back. I think you want to do more with Randy. LA Knight is still the rising star. It's I, I don't think a guy like LA Knight can afford to take a loss like this in such a big match. So AJ Styles, like I said, he can afford it. Everybody knows who AJ Styles is. What a great of a wrestler he is. You know, he could pile up his losses and people still tune in to watch an AJ Styles match. So the safest bet for me would go Roman pins AJ Styles and retains the championship. Boom. So that was boring. We both agree, but we both have a, I mean, we're just speaking truth and fact, and that's what we think will happen. Cleve, before we get out of here, any thoughts or other things on the Rumble we haven't mentioned or something you really wanted to say with a bang before we get out of here on the 2024 Royal Rumble? I just want to say real quick, I really don't do this that often. As you guys know, I like to talk crazy on here, but I want to give Tone's team a congratulations. They fought their heart out, sadly. The Lions end up coming out on top, but shout out Tampa Tones for his team even getting further than my trash choke of a team, the Cowboys. So shout out Tampa Tones. Can't wait to you back on. You know, love talking, love talking shit to you on the show. You know, now we got to talk something else about another sport because football is over for us. But I'm going to end it by saying, guess what, big dog? I know the season is over. I know we got a long time the next year, but your Giants will still suck next year. Yeah, and shout out to the Bucks because that was a fun year. Big Baker Mayfield fan. Uh, I think uh, keep him and keep moving forward there. You got to keep a gem when you get one in your building. It's never easy. But, Cleve, uh, I'm going to be talking with Tones later this week. People be on the lookout for his predictions for the Royal Rumble. I'll maybe change mine. I'll maybe keep mine the same. Who knows what the hell will happen over the next 72 hours. But, for that being Cleve, this is me. Everybody enjoy the Royal Rumble Saturday on the Cock. That's Peacock Network. It will be a phenomenal show. Uh, can't wait for it. One of my favorite events. Cannot wait to get there one day. I'm ecstatic. But once again, we hope you all are safe. We hope you all enjoy it. And enjoy. I'm here to rumble. Whoa, oh, 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 the Royal Rumble. Thank you, everybody.